Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of What You Need, When You Need It with me, your lovely host, Lydia Champole. This week, as you have probably heard, I have changed up the intro and outro music because I finally got original music by my little brother, Nathan Champole. Hope you like it. Let me know in the review comments. That would be great, but I love it. Anyways, this week I have five quick tips for attending industry conferences and networking events. I know these can be a little bit awkward, especially when you have never attended one before. Um, Even if you've attended a couple, it's kind of weird to talk to people and walk away immediately after. It's just awkward. So how about we jump right in? All right. Okay, let's get started with business cards. I know a lot of us 20-somethings don't have business cards, and we really should. It's something that we've kind of stopped deeming as important, but it's quick, it's efficient, and it, it works. If you don't have a business card and you're in your 20s, you don't have a job, you're looking for a job, go make one. Um, there's a lot of different programs out there and websites that can streamline the whole process for you. So you just need your name, your phone number, your email address, maybe your your actual mailing address, but that's not even that important. I know regardless of which conference you're attending or what the purpose is, you'll be meeting a lot of people from either the industry that you currently work in or one that you could be working in the future. You want to have a quick way of giving a person your contact information without having to pull out a pen and paper or pulling out your cell phone and just adding names to your contact list because that does get confusing after a while, especially at these events when you're meeting 10 or maybe 20, even 40 different people. It gets difficult to keep track in your phone who's who and what they do, which company they work for, where they're located. So, Make a business card, exchange them with the people that you meet. You never know when a contact that you had in the conference could come back and be like, hey, uh, I remember meeting you and I know that you do this as a, as a job. Do you think you could help me out? You never know. So get a business card. All right. So networking at these events will allow you to expand your professional reach as well as future connections um, that could help you in finding a job in the future. It can even help you find new clients for the job that you currently have. I know many managers and employers send you there with or with the hope that not only will your personality and your knowledge of your job help you gain clients, but it will also function as an advertising platform for their company. So it's extremely important for you to have your contact information ready. Now, the second thing that I would say has to be... One of the most important things that I've learned going to these conferences is you need to do your research and you need to exp- you need to practice explaining to people what you what it is that you do. But you have to be careful. Uh, when going to industry-specific events, you'll be surrounded by a lot of companies that are either directly your company's competitor or companies that intend on being your competitor in the future. So make sure that you talk to your employer about what you can and cannot speak about. You don't want to be that person that talks uh, about a company that you're currently working for or a company that you will be working for in the future that has a non-disclosure agreement with your company or some other legally binding contract. You don't want to be put in that position and you don't want to put your employer in that 
awkward gray area, right? So know your boundaries. Just make sure you speak to somebody about what it is you can say and what you cannot say, okay? And then I know all of the legalities that go into business kind of makes you a little bit tense and a little bit awkward and thinking that you have to be professional all the time. You don't have to be. You need to... Uh, Number three is one of the things that I've learned going to an event is, or going to these events, is you have to have fun and let loose a little bit. Know that you're not just here to be a robot, to say, oh, we do this and this. and You're not there to just advertise for your company or form new connections for your company. You can also form new connections for yourself. You can make new friendships learn about new hobbies. Um, I know a lot of the things that most people forget once they're out in the corporate world is who they are and what they bring to the table. You might have a great sense of humor or a hobby that is super interesting, so don't be afraid to speak to people about it. That is how connections are formed. You might be getting a new friendship just because you talk about how you write screenplays on your downtime. So go for it. Just let loose, have fun, and mingle. Number four uh, would have to be look up body language cues prior to the conference. These cues are a great way to know when a person is when the person that you're speaking with is either uncomfortable with the direction that the conversation is going or they're open the direction that the conversation is going. If you're talking to somebody and then you mention something and all of a sudden they close up, they cross their arms in front of them or they kind of put their their hand up to their mouth. These are kind of cues that they might be uncomfortable with what you're talking about or they might not be able to say anything on that topic. So look up the body language cues. They're they're very important and they're it's a great it's a great leg up on the competition too, because you'll you'll know what you can say, what you can't it'll make it easier for you to see who's approachable and who's not. And not only that, it can also help you figure out when to approach a business proposal or when to do a quick pitch. It's a great thing to have in the back of your mind. Okay, number five, this is something that I'm currently learning, is if you're going with your coworkers or other people that you do, like acquaintances that you know in the industry, then use this time to bond and get to know them a little bit better. Remember, you're spending 40 to 80 hours a week with your coworkers. You see them more than you see any other people in the world. Your mental, emotional, and physical health is directly tied to the groups of people that you are around the most. So, case in point, if the flu is floating around in your office, your chances of getting sick increase significantly. If the workplace is negative and you're afraid to approach management to discuss issues or feel that you're just not connecting with your coworkers, the chances that your emotions and mental health would be impacted negatively also increase. Try to foster a positive and open atmosphere and at these conferences, this is the best time to do it. It's the best time to ask them, oh, tell me a little bit more about your family or your kids or your wife. Like, your hobbies, everything, you know, these are the times to kind of cement or build a better foundation for your work relationships. Now, (laughs) I had one more tip that I wanted to kind of slide in there before the episode was over. Um, This last tip is about packing. 
I know it gets super hectic. You have to travel, you have to dress professionally, you have to do, you have all these other things to think about and packing should be one of the least stressful things that you have to deal with when going to a conference. My favorite tip, and I learned this from just traveling and kind of dressing professionally on the plane, it's so much easier if you pack your suitcase and outfits. So you pack your dress shirt, like your pants, your shoes that go with that outfit, the belt, the tie, everything all together and you kind of separate it. Um, I like to use the rolling method and if possible, uh, you could also get those suitcases where they have special compartments for your business attire so they don't get wrinkled in transit. Uh, a great thing about hotels is most of them have irons and ironing boards in the hotel room. So that's that's great. Even if your stuff does get wrinkled, then you have a quick fix once you get to the hotel room. You don't want to get to your destination and then realize that you forgot one of your shoes or that you left a tie behind. This creates a whole bunch of stress that you, you don't really need. Remember, failing to prepare is preparing to fail. So pack efficiently, pack smart. It's important. Okay, that's all I have for you this week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. And as you probably noticed, I do have new music for the intro and the outro. My brother Nathan Shumblake created the beats for this season's intro and outro, which I absolutely love. You can follow him on Instagram at the handle Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N dot Shumpole, which is S-H-O-M. P-O-L-E. Also, uh, I think I've mentioned this before. We're looking for creatives in general to join our Kingdoms in the Wild team. We will be opening submissions for written work here in early March. So if that interests you, if you're a writer, a poet, whatever it is that you do, go check it out for more information. And that is kingdomsinthewild.com. You can also check out my website, which is lchampole.com for the Warrior Heart Lionheart clothing collection, which my sisters and I have been working on for quite some time and a lot of you have been interested in. So they're finally up. Go check them out. Go buy them. Let me know. Tag us in a picture with your Lionheart or Warrior Heart clothing and we'll be sure to feature that on one of our pages. You can also email me through the website or slide in my DMs on Twitter and Instagram at the handle lshampole. If this episode helped you in some way, subscribe, rate, and review my podcast on iTunes so that we can help more people. Thanks again, and as always, tune in next Friday for another new episode of What You Need When You Need It. I have a great interview coming up with my sister, Natasha Champole, who is a published poet and a writer, and she's a photographer, an artist. She does a whole bunch of things, and it's just so interesting. It's a great episode. That, that is it. Till next time.